Inquisitive Nobody. I'm your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right, everybody. What's going on? How's everybody doing? It's a good day today. It's warm where I am or whenever this was uh, recorded. And um, it's good. I'm feeling all right. Feeling all right today. Um, let's see, where are we at? Season 12, Night at First Sight, Season 12, Episode 18, The Atlanta Reunion, Part 1. Part freaking 1. Will this season ever end? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, this season has been a trip, and this reunion, at least the first half, has uh, been a trip. It's freaking nuts. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah, this, um, yeah, this, 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 I don't know. <laughs> this season has been crazy. This has been the most wildish season ever. I guess mainly it's because, because of Chris and Paige, and, I mean, we're going to get them at the end, but, man, I guess this, this, is, this has been the most, I don't want to say off-putting, but the most um, off season they they have had thus far, essentially, even though uh, three couples decided to stay married, it just it just seemed off. It, a big part of it was Kristen Page because Kristen Page brought this other element into the show. It seemed like it was half married at first sight, half love and hip hop, <laughs> you know. And this show was never intended to be that, you know? So it was just very weird to have their story intertwined and intermingled with um, the other couples. But, I mean, here we are, right? So let's freaking get to it. So the first couple that they bring up is uh, Eric and Virginia. All right, so they both sit down, and, of course, it's still covid so, uh, Kevin Frazier, oh, okay, Kevin Frazier has been the host, he's been the host for a while now, maybe probably the past three or four seasons, and he has been the best, so I'm glad that, uh, they keep hiring him, he, he asks very good questions, and he's just a very personable host, he's really good, um, so, right, because of COVID, they can't be in the same, uh, my uh, theater, I will say room, so room together, so Kevin Frazier, I guess he's on, he must be on set, it's not like he's freaking in, or well maybe, I don't know, he could be like in New York and there in California or something, but um, um, well no, they'd be in Atlanta, duh. so I don't know, I don't know how that works out, but they're in separate rooms, so he's on the television while the couples are in the room, okay, so, of course, they bring up Virginia and Eric, and they do this with every couple where they have a montage or package about how things have been and, and all that good stuff. And they bring up the good times of the um, relationship and also the bad times where um, they bring up the they bring up the flaws that kept us interesting, uh, that kept us interested in each couple so with eric and virginia they brought up you know the amounts of drinking that she does um sleeping at the guy's house um and of course the their living situation oh i'm not gonna live here well if you don't want to live here then get out and of course their communication problems so they both look at the package and um 
Kevin pretty much says, okay, what, what have you guys learned? And Virginia says, yeah, we're learning better ways to communicate. And Eric says that um, he hates looking at himself a certain way. And um, no, I'm sorry. He came off looking at a, looking a certain way and he didn't like that because um, uh, I think this has been maybe six months after the six months, six or seven months after they started, they stopped filming. So they've only seen like some episodes, you know, not, not all of them, I, I, I believe. So he's seen some of the original stuff and he's like, man, like, look at, look at me. Like, Oh, I look like an asshole. So I'm glad, I'm glad that Eric is seeing that he looks like an ass and Virginia sees that, uh, they need a better they need to be better in communication and of course virginia gave up so she moved in she moved into the condo because that was a big form of contention oh well, i don't want to move in or, or like oh well you have four months to figure it out until my lease shows up you know that whole debacle but she finally moved into the condo and she said that she's taking over the guest room so it's so it's pretty much 50 50 it's like they, they showed us home footage of um her really sprucing it up to show that a woman lives there and um you know he's fine with it like like he always said he's like yeah that, that, that's fine and um uh, kevin asks uh is it a fair assessment of your portrayal of your drinking that we've seen the entire season and she's like well you know i like my wine i like going out with my friends so like no i mean i don't understand i i i, I like to drink i don't i don't think i necessarily have a problem and we're all like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> you know, uh, it's, 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 yes, yes, you do, Virginia. You have a serious problem, but it's okay. You know, because what is it? The first, the first step to recovery is admitting it. So she's not there yet, but hopefully she will be in the future. Um, she, uh, what's it called? Um, you called controlling true. Uh, Kevin says to Virginia that at, at one point in the show that she called Eric controlling. And is that true? And they showed the clip of when she literally said that. And she says, no, um, that was the wrong word to use at the time. Um, it was just that she really didn't understand, you know, with the texting and all that stuff. Like, um, I don't understand why anybody would want uh, to know where I was all the time. And then she fi finally, she realized that like, no, she just, he just wanted, he just wants to know that I was safe, which I well at least I was saying, I don't know what everybody else was saying in, in Twitter land or whatever, but that's what I thought too. Like, that's a, that's a easy thing. Like, Oh, you're going out. All right. You know, t you know, text me when you get there. Like not to say you better text me every time you're there. So I know it's like, no, tell me when you get there. So I know that you got there. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know how long that lasts when you, um, I guess the more you, uh, are with the person, I guess maybe in maybe two or three years, even dating, you're just like, all right, you're out. All right, all right cool. Whatever. <laughs> you know, like you don't even care anymore because I guess, you know, their, uh, their habits. So it's not like they're going to be scooped up or anything like that. Um, so you're you're fine with how they operate. So you don't need to necessarily know. Okay, 
um i need to know where they're at I'm like no um, i mean i knew i need to know when they get there like no they're 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 fine I'll, i'm sure they're fine so i guess maybe that, that's another thing too um so for the first time in history the a parent came on the reunion show and it was um eric's mom it was eric's mom who came to the show and she was in shock of the process because kevin was like yeah we saw when he we saw when eric asked you i mean told you that you that he was getting married in two weeks like how was that and she was like well you know his younger brother was also getting married in two weeks it was freaking crazy so you know so on one hand it was traditional on the other hand is unorthodox and it was a shock to it was a shock to the system her system and it was, it was a shock of the whole process but um she has no ill will towards virginia she actually loves virginia and she makes uh eric less tense because i guess eric is a tense boy and he is man like when he freaking when he like late quote-unquote lays down the law um he gets super intense and it's like which makes me not like him because he just seems very uh um he seems very uh well yeah i guess intense <laughs> i think that's 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 the right word um yeah he doesn't he doesn't i don't know he doesn't he doesn't bode well he doesn't look good you know and he, he seems very frantic and he doesn't know what to do and he's like well and and he's very uh not finite but final you know he's just oh you don't want to do that all right well that's it then you know you can get out it, it, it's very you know the my way or the highway type thing and he doesn't need to do all that it's it's not that serious but um but yeah so they end with them uh ryan and clara is next of course they bring up the good and the bad they bring up the time where ryan says that clara needs to kind of control her mouth and then she's like oh i think ryan is controlling and blah 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 they also bring up the you know the, of course the i never had love i uh I, I never said i love you and um losing him fearing that him fearing um saying i love you would lose its essence him fearing saying i love you multiple times will lose its essence and also uh of course they, they brought up the sexual frustration so um kevin's like all right you know so what's up with you guys you guys are still married He's like yeah we're still married um no kids we don't have any kids um we'll have the like with the religious talk later um because that was a big contention between us but we're not there so once we find out what's good with within us then we'll pass it down to our kids and but they said that they did have a re, uh, an announcement despite you know not having kids uh, they're going to get remarried they're going to renew their vows so so they are choosing each other so i guess it's going to be near because they were talking about um the covid protocols and stuff like that so oh yeah because they said that the first time because of covid they weren't able to invite everybody that they wanted even though there were people in the uh, audience but not everybody so this time around since we're opening up now and all that good stuff they'll they'll be able to invite every single person that they've wanted to be at their wedding so that's what they're going to renew their round they're going to choose each other and um they brought they watch they show the video of Clara saying, you know, in six months, if you don't say I love you, then I'm out. And then Kevin says, well, you know, hey, it's been six months. It's been more than six months. So have you said I love you? So have you said I love you? And Ryan says, no, I haven't. 
and Kevin's like, "Yo, man, what the what what's going on, man? Do you do you love her? Do you love her?" And then he looked, and then he looks at her. He's like, "You know what? Yeah, I, I think I do." And then he's like, I, I, "I love you, Claire. I love you." And she's like, "Oh my god, really?" He's like, "Yeah, I do. I love you." I'm like, "Wow. Like, was it that fucking hard? Do you need like a third party to let you know?" That so like that's the thing. If he never went on the show, who knows how long, even more he would have went without saying the phrase. And um, Clara's like, I guess it wasn't bothering her so much because he was proving that he loves her through his actions. But of course, it's always nice to hear. You know what I mean? So um, yeah. Ryan <laughs> and of course um, you know the other struggle that they were having was the whole sex thing and so they were saying okay uh, Kevin was saying okay did you consummate your marriage he's like oh I don't know did we I don't know we watched television last night blah, blah, blah. I don't know so I've been going back and forth about this and I ultimately think that well at first I thought that no they didn't have sex only because even after six months later, Ryan has yet to say yes. I mean, yet to say yes. Yet to um, say I love you before before he said it on the show. So if he couldn't even say I love you, then there was no possible way that he would have had sex. But then again, they're being very playful about it. And also they did everything else. So I'm sure that Clara talked to him about that. Like, yo, we've done everything else was really good. So, you know, they so they probably I believe that they probably did it. And and of course they want to keep it secret for whatever reason. Um but probably because of Ryan cuz Ryan was like, "Oh, before he wanted that whole like sex life thing um uh private and all that stuff." And then I remember they they brought up a clip of Dr. Viviana again talking about just the um vibes that ryan was giving her and she said like do you think ryan is a virgin and then ryan is like no i'm not a virgin and he's like sorry mom and it's like fam you're like 25 26 like why are you apologizing for not being a virgin at 26 <laughs> you know and of course it's because their parents are religious and i'm like man just stop okay because you know they got it in before they got married to stop it okay like i hate this freaking holier than thou stuff like sex is like the most egregious thing in the entire world no freaking shooting somebody in the face is egregious somebody being raped is egregious okay it's horrible sex as an act is not horrible okay sex is fucking awesome <laughs> and you guys need to calm the fuck down all right but um yeah then he's like apologize oh sorry mom it's like oh well had sex before i was married <laughs> And it's like, ooh, you know, like if you freaking don't have a condom and have sex before you're married, like you're an idiot <laughs> because you need to strap it up, man. You don't want to stay with that person just because you had sex with them. You know, you don't know if they're freaking mom material. You know what I mean? That's that's the dumb part. Not not, uh, you know, I'm not saying you need to stay abstinent. You need to be safe. That's what you need to do. But, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm still kind of fifty fifty on it, but um, damn, I don't know because 
if he never said I love you until that point and they were still continuing to um have the whack not wax sex but have the quote unquote sex that they were having before what would stop her from being angry you know because she didn't get the I love you she didn't get Clara didn't get the I love you until that day so what so to me even though they did decide to stay married what is what is stopping her what is stopping her from being angry so maybe I don't know I know his actions off camera and well the cameras are gone so maybe he's doing more to compensate or maybe she mm, I really don't know I don't know if they had sex or not um I'm gonna say yes that they did only for the fact that what has changed because they would have been doing the same it would have been the same thing like the show you know he hasn't said I love you and they weren't having sex so I think she would be angry about that or 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 still sexually frustrated so i think i think i think they had sex and also he like he he has he has had sex before so um so there you go oh but then ah man but then why would he have sex before but not have uh i don't know man i i really wish i knew about that that last relationship that he had um no because yeah if he had if he has had sex before why was he holding on why why was he not moving on with clara if he if he had sex before oh yeah because he wanted to be real and blah 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 and stuff like that because it was the marriage the other the other one was just you know the boyfriend girlfriend stuff yeah so i i yeah i don't know i don't know if they had sex or not and, and and it's stupid. It's like, yeah, you know, oh, um, I don't know. <sighs> I, I don't. I'm. I don't know. I want to say yes. I'm. I'm going to say yes, but there's no absolutely no evidence as to why. <laughs> you know, it's just confusing, and I don't really know why they need to say. We're not asking, yo, did y'all fuck before you got here? It's just like, yo, this has been a big contention in the entire series in the entire season has this has this issue been resolved that's that's what we're trying to freaking ask has this issue been resolved that's it like why is ryan so private about like we're not asking you what positions you put her in does she swallow like yo yo you you have been emotionally uh damaging your wife for no reason at all because you're not a virgin and you have had sex prior in your romantic career so why now are you withholding your dick from her from your wife not even your girlfriend your wife that that's the only thing that's the only thing you know that's it is the issue resolved that's it that's all we wanted to know 
well, whatever. So they bring on uh, Bri- Brianna Vincent. Um, so they, of course, you know, the video reel, the video package, they bring up her attitude. They, <laughs> um, the, yeah, they bring up her attitude and she finally sees it like, yeah, you know, I do, I do, uh, talk a little bit, you know, um, and I definitely need to fix that. And, um, she finally realizes that she, that she sees that she doesn't really compromise and she needs to work on that. And that, um, yeah, she needs to just calm down with that. She sees that, um, oh yeah, she finally moved into his house because there was a big contention over that too. Like, oh, you're real confident saying that I'm going to move into your house. And then what happens? She moved into the house. So again, I don't know why people, I don't know why chicks do that. They freaking, uh, um, blow out their, um, feathers like a peacock and, you know, they stand there mad defensive and you, and you're going to, and you end up doing what you didn't want to do. Freaking Virginia, um, was real headstrong about moving into the condo. What did she do? Move into the damn condo. One day, Brianna was like, oh, you're not going to tell me what to do. I'm a strong, independent black woman, blah, blah, blah. Okay, what did you do? You freaking moved into the condo, all right, when you said you didn't want to. So why are you why are you stressing me out? <laughs> why are you stressing your men out for no reason? Just because I, I will not be talked to. I thought you guys wanted people to put you in your place. And then when they do, you get angry. So what's so what is it? Which one is it? Pick a struggle. Which one is it? But anyway, so um so uh Kevin Kevin Fraser asks Brianna if um Vinny has been keeping up with the um expectations of courtship because you know he throughout the show, you know, he went in, bought her a bike, put her on a boat and all this stuff and she's like yeah you know he he keeps doing that so good for him but again i don't know how he's going to keep doing that if he was complaining about um saving money so we'll see he 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 he, he set up the expectation so it's his fault because now he's going to probably need to take away some of those things and not be so extravagant because he wants to save up to buy a house or whatever you know what i mean so um and she might complain like, oh, you don't do this like you do. You don't do it like you used to. And all this stuff is like, yo, but babe, I'm trying to get us a house. Come on. You got to understand that. Like, mm-hmm, whatever. So I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. And yes, she finally admits that she's bossy and that she uh, she has she has to understand that at work. She needs to do that. But home isn't work. So she needs to reevaluate how she says things to Vincent, which is cool. But also, he says that he is sensitive. Um, that Vinny says that he is he is sensitive, and he was um, out of line with a lot of things because he said that he knows that with the camera being there, there's millions and millions of people watching. So he just gets over nervous and stuff like that because he knows how he's going to be portrayed. So he gets in his head and he gets embarrassed easily, which I completely understand. I I can understand that too. And then they go back to the whole um, champagne incident and Kevin says, okay, so can you see that maybe it wasn't her that was going crazy and maybe it was you? And he's like, yeah, you know, um, I was overreaching. Yeah, I was overreaching. 
And then Kevin starts laughing. He's like, ah, that's a husband answer. Good job, man. Way to go. That's a, that's a husband answer. And I'm like, no, don't, don't scoot over Brianna's responsibility for that just because they're married and, and that's a husband answer. We all, oh, I'm not a husband, but we, but I'm a man though. And we all know what that means. Just take the L and let her win. And that's not cool because I thought we were, I thought we were meant to say what was on our minds and uh talk about things why do we always why do we always go by the wayside and not ruffle the feathers of the woman i mean i know why it's because we want to have sex this century <laughs> you know what i mean i get it because if we rustle if we ruffle the feathers of the woman she's not gonna let us smash and then that's it and then and we don't know when we're gonna be on our good side so she already said that she's bossy so yeah <laughs> she was uh, like i mean i know i'm on the uh what is it i'm on the odd end of this i mean i know that's not the right terminology but um like i know that i am like the only person that thinks that brianna was out of pocket in that whole champagne ordeal but still but at least she knows that she's bossy so yeah you could have been like nah okay yeah i am sensitive but at the same time yeah she was getting on me she, with her smart remarks, and I didn't like that. And that's it. You don't need to say, oh, I was overreaching. Who saved saved me. You know, maybe I can have sex tonight, hopefully. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we don't need to stroke a woman's ego for fear of never having sex again. So, like, we should be able to correct a woman. Now, I know that's easier said than done, but who's the sensitive one now? You know, if we are not, if we aren't allowed to give women constructive criticism, who's the sensitive one now? That's it. Who's the sensitive one now? So, anyway, um, so, so they're they're done. I mean, not done as in like they're over. They're still married and all that good stuff. So. I was just saying moving on. So moving on, they have all the ladies in the one room and they're, you know, asking them all these questions and all that stuff. It wasn't really, um, it wasn't really interesting. I mean, unless you watch the show, of course, obviously, but, um, but they, they get to Haley and they're like, okay, Haley, you said that everything was all good until the night of the honeymoon. And then things went by the wayside. What happened? And it was like, well, um, she pretty much said that, yeah, because Kevin was like, Kevin Frazier was like, yo, at least throw, throw, give, you know, give the man some respect or some dignity. Like, like, was it all right? I mean, he didn't come out and say it was the sex good and whatever, but everybody was, everybody knew that's what he was referencing to or implying. And pretty much Haley said that, yeah, he was pretty much garbage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, that he, you know, his sex wasn't good, and I think a lot of people suspected that, like, damn, son, word, it's not good, huh, all right, that sucks, but, uh, but then, okay, he, yeah, because she was saying, okay, I don't get his humor, I don't like his attire, I don't like what he eats, and he can't freaking dick me down, oh, then I'm done, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I get it, I understand, so, I mean, that sucks, so, but then, woo, we finally get to Chris and Paige. All right, so uh, Chris and Paige. Okay, so they 
so they do the of course the video montage and it really really sucks because chris's playback well not chris's chris and page's playback package is horrendous because they're both just sitting there looking and hearing all the things that chris has been saying about page and they're all negative and it's sad it's like yeah you know she's not the type of girl that i would usually go for and blah 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 and i'm like oh my god and all all these things it's it's horrible and i and i just feel bad for page because it's like yeah look look at what you were going through and you were almost gonna say yes to this guy you know what i mean and look at what this guy was saying behind your back you know uh it it was horrible and uh kevin says have you guys seen each other since um decision day and they said that they've gone through counseling to see what it would take you know to be together and Kevin's like, oh, well, would you be with her? And Chris says, if the circumstances were different. He said, okay. And Kevin's like, well, what are the circumstances? And he said, well, I'm, too, I'm too mature. and I'm too immature, sorry. I'm too immature. And Paige says, yeah, you know, her as well. We, we never, we were just never right for each other. And that, like, that was pretty much it. And I'm glad that Paige is, you know, getting out of that clog, you know, that fog, I should say. And um, uh, Kevin says, yeah, they filmed they f- they filmed this reunion before all the episodes were out, but uh, they wanted to make sure that Paige saw this part, and for Chris to explain himself. And the part they, of course, that they showed was the part where um. It was the unanswered questions when Chris was with Pastor Cal and Chris just was like, yeah, you know, all out of all these women in Atlanta, why would you poke me up with this person? You know, like her face. I don't like her face. And Chris is just sitting there just like, damn, I said that shit. And then Paige is just like, I can't believe I gave this dude pussy, you know? So, um, yeah, and then... Kevin was like, okay, how do you feel about this, Paige? And it was like, okay. She said, it feels devastating. You don't want to hear that your partner does not, is. you don't want to hear that you are not desired by your partner. And Kevin was like, okay, Chris, how do you, uh, like, what do you have to say, especially to black women hearing this, what do you have to say? And he's like, well, I repent and I apologize for my actions. I apologize to her family and, you know, I'm immature. I shouldn't have said all those things, blah, blah, blah. And then Kevin is like, man, you are really media trained. You are saying all the right things. And then uh, Paige, uh, not Paige, uh, Chris starts uh, laughing. And um, and then it's, it starts getting hot. It starts getting a little hot. And Chris, uh, no, Kev, Kevin Frazier is like, okay, so when did you know about Mercedes' pregnancy? And he's like, all right, after the wedding day. It's like, okay, does Mercedes still have that car that you bought her? And he doesn't want to answer. And it's like, okay, like, why? And then Kevin was like to Paige, why do you keep going back? Why did you keep, why did you have sex multiple times with this person? And then, uh, what's his face? Chris is like, yo, no sex talk, please, please, no sex talk. He's like, yeah, I really don't want to keep rehashing why, you know, I made the decisions that I made, which is fair, you know, which 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 is fair. But still, like, why did you go back to him? I, I guess he must have been putting it down. He, there, because there is no other way, because, he had nothing on you. 
You know, it's like, oh, you stay with me or I'll kill your family, you know, or something like that, like a, like a movie plot, you know? So you said you saw good in him, but, I mean, he probably also stretched out that pussy out, you know? So he was giving it to you good. That can only be the only reason why that you would keep continually going back for some dick is because he's good at it. Um, so Kevin says, oh, did it hurt when you knew about the car? And then Paige, uh, Paige is like, yeah, it really hurt because I was his wife and, you know, that was the past and blah, blah, blah. And then he says, Kevin says, were you still in love with Mercedes? And he's like, listen. Um, I don't even really need to answer that. Uh, after the wedding, the only person that I was concerned about was Paige. And they roll footage of um the Dwight, uh, Pastor Dwight and Paige convo. And Chris says that, like, listen, I wasn't feeling that. Um, Pastor Dwight should have came up to me like a man saying that he was going to talk with my wife, but he did it behind my back, so that's not cool. And then Chris hears about Paige not believing that Mercedes was pregnant. So that was the first time. So it was like kind of like, you know, boom, okay. Uh, Chris got shouted out with the ugly face. And then Paige got shouted out. I was like, well, I don't think your bitch is pregnant, boy. Sorry. <laughs> you know? So that was interesting too. And uh, Chris is still mad at Pastor Dwight for not, for, for going behind his back and talking to Paige. And then, uh, Kevin Frazier's like, well, um, do you want to mend that friendship? And he's like, well, you know, it's going to take some work. And then <laughs> Kevin Frazier's like, oh, all right, well, Pastor uh, Dwight is here. <laughs> so we're going to see about that. And he's like, wait, whoa, what? what? It was so funny because it reminded me of like Price is Right or something like that. Like, come on down. You are the next winner of Mend That Friendship. So he sits down. Pastor Dwight sits down. He's like, Hi, how's it going, everybody? And then just pay uh chris just starts just going off he can't he can't contain his anger and kevin frazier's like chris please calm down calm down you know you've done so well throughout this entire thing please just calm down don't give in to your anger and he's like all right man i'm gonna do this for you kevin i'm gonna do this for you kevin and then uh pastor dwight you know continues to talk again saying that like listen i, I only care for you i love you man it's like i hope we could build our friendship and and He's like, uh, Pastor Dwight saying like, yeah, he doesn't like being corrected. And he's like, yo, we're, no, 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 you're not doing this. You're not doing this right here on camera. You're not doing that. It's like, we're, this is supposed to be an off camera conversation. You know, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. And he just gets angry. And then he's like, yo, I will fucking like hurt you, man. And he's like, and Pastor Dwight's like, please, man, yo, don't curse at me, man. Don't curse at me. And he's like, yo, yo, I, I, yo, I'm going to curse at you, man. I will beat you up. I, I swear I will. I swear I will. And then, uh, Paige is like in between them like please don't fight don't fight don't fight and then Chris just hightails it out of there he's like I'm out man I'm out like you want to see me motherfucker let's go you got beef with me see me outside in the parking lot motherfucker whatever and it's just pandemonium it's like don't 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 and it's like you know uh, part two of the Atlanta reunion next week and it's like oh my god it's like Chris you're the one who made this into a two parter <laughs> you know what I mean so yeah, so we're gonna have to wait until next week. But um, yeah, it was intense, man. It was freaking intense. So I yeah, I mean, I saw I saw some of the I saw some of the clips of next week. I didn't want to see all of it, but of, of of course they're gonna have like the guys' round table, just like they had the women's. And then we still haven't listened. We still haven't heard from um 
Haley and Jacob, uh, their individual thing, and that that is going to be intense too because they, uh, Haley believes that Jacob is lying over everything, and Jacob believes that Haley's lying over everything, and then of course we're going to have all the couples in the same room talking about you know whatever they're going to talk about. So it should be really interesting. All right, so yeah, but anyway, that 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 was the end of the episode. So let's see. What card are we on? We are on card 34. So 34 people. Okay. Of the um the and self edition card game. Okay. So that's where we're at. So number 34. Number 34. Um let's go. Let's see. Let's see. Um number 34. Okay. See what this says. What is the most ambitious? Whoa, can't I can't read. What is the most ambitious vision for this? For this, pertaining to the podcast, I don't know, cause I cause I know what um what the hell I know what I want to do um in life, like my biggest vision. Like again, I I wanna I wanna um I wanna have a production company engine just 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 create that's my biggest thing but um for this podcast i don't know because i really don't know if i want it to be big you know what i mean like i can envision myself being at 150 and stuff like that but like where would i be you know would i like i can't imagine myself being um i don't know as big as like the other shows that i know about like kind of funny or uh girls we fucked or um horrible decisions or the brilliant idiots or you know formally the joe button well not formally but the joe button podcast or new rory and mall you know i don't know if i would like to be as big as that and have like a million people follow me i mean i would want more people i guess and 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 no no shade to the people who already do follow me and who uh like these episodes but I don't know how big I want it to be. I don't know if I, because I'm, I'm scared of that. I, you know, I keep myself very private. So I don't know how I would be able to take it if um, this was at a magnified scale. But I, but I don't want to limit the podcast. If it goes where it goes, then I'm along for the ride. You know, so uh, I don't know what the most ambitious vision for this would be. But I don't know. I think it'd be cool to be recognized. I mean, not me personally, but for the show. Like, if I saw, if I heard somebody famous, or um, somebody, yeah, somebody famous tagged the show. Like, oh my god, like I love how this person breaks down each couple and and all that stuff. Like, that'd be great. I mean, I I'm all right with the breaking down of the episode. I I just I just take out what I like and 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 whatever triggers an anecdote in my head. That's what I do. I, I mean, I've I've seen other people break their stuff down, break this stuff down better, <laughs> you know. But again, I like doing it my way. So there's that. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, I don't know what the most ambitious thing, but I I don't want to limit it. Let's just say that. Uh, uh, if it takes me someplace, that's freaking awesome. Um, I, I'll be extremely happy for that. Yeah. So. 
All right, so that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is TinkPod. If you have any suggestions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That is TinkPodcast at gmail.com. And I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.